I'm your host, Anthony, and thank you for joining us once again. All all these wonderful new people. I see all these new faces. I see, what was that thing from Rapper Room? I see Mary. I see Jane. I see Tommy. And Joey. Seriously, Joey. And what are all these kids doing in my room? Seriously. Well, how many kids you, got in my room? This is ridiculous. You know why they're all here? It's because they forgot to change their clocks, and they're here for the gay country boy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, that's uh, that's the voice of Joy for Cocktails and Creep Puffs. He joins us once, once again, sir. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. And would you stop flirting with me everywhere you go? Seriously. I'm... He flirts with me on the text messages. He flirts with me on the Google Plus and whatnot. It's just, you know, I just, I can only take so much, you know, some flattery, you know? From the day that we met, Anthony and I just have this sexual energy and it's just, <laughs> there's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> Except the fact we're both taken. <laughs> Whatever. All right. And uh, we also have in the room, please welcome back, Mr. Reliable, Brother Sinatus. Hey. Hey, how's the weather in your neck of the woods? Actually, it's been beautiful here. I was out for a nice little walk this morning, and sun was shining, and no snow except up in the mountains where we like it. Oh, wonderful. Damn you, Denver people. So, are you Colorado? Uh, and then uh, last but not least, our research department returns once again. He's going to say a bunch of Spanish stuff right about now. It's Rafael. Buenas tardes, América. Buenas tardes, chat room. Yes, I do speak English. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> oh, no. you know what? Uh, I, I resemble those remarks, uh, and I would like them to be, bah, whatever. <laughs> I'm Zorro. <laughs> I am Neo. <laughs> <laughs> I am Zorro, and I will. No, I am Inigo Montoya. I am Pussy My father, prepare to die. I'd hey. just like to you all to know that I have a beautiful glass of vanilla vodka that I made myself with Diet Coke. So let the spiral begin. Oh. Actually, uh, yeah, the Princess Bride. That 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 torture scene in the Princess Bride. Oh my God, did that turn me on as a little boy? That we'll was, talk about it later. That was like the, that was the hottest scene. I was like, I, I would have, I would watch the movie. I love the movie to begin with, but then they throw in guys strapped to a table, me electrocuted. I almost came in my pants. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Too much information to start off the show. All right. So Raphael wanted to do a little bit different uh, show this week, or since we are coming up on the election season, and uh, basically just talk politics for a little bit. So, Raphael, I leave the floor to you. Thank you. Well, basically, we're going to do this in parts because it's a long story, but it's kind of a good idea. It's basically uh, LGBT election guide to election night 2012. Uh, Slow down. Thank you. It's a close race for the White House, a close race for Tommy Baldwin's bid for the U.S. Senate, five unpredictable outcomes of marriage-related votes, and an openly gay caucus in Congress that could total either three or six by the end of the evening. The stakes and the consequences of the results are so high that many LGBT people will be staying up late November 6th to watch it all unfold. <laughs> Not really. But go on. 
well, some people would. The National Election Pool, a coalition of mainstream media organizations who conduct exit polling in order to project results, is doing things differently this year to accommodate the increase in early voting. They predict as a result of the modifications, projections may trickle out more slowly this year than years past. But this guide will give political enthusiasts some idea when most important things when when of when the most important results will start becoming apparent. So at 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, we start with six states. Uh, the most important here will probably be Virginia, which has 13 electoral votes, and that's actually kind of a very close race. Right now, they have it within the margin, and the best case scenario would be that Obama carries that state, and Tim Kaine, which would be the Democratic candidate, uh, will be reelected. Now, he's running a very close race with George Allen, another former governor, who lost last time, what was it's called in the, in the D.C. area, it was called the Makaka moment. He was stupid enough to say something derogatory against uh, Indians and was caught on, um, on video and went on YouTube, but he still lost by one or two points. So the best case scenario, Ronnie wins Indiana, Kentucky, Georgia, South Carolina, and Obama wins Vermont and Virginia. So that will start tonight with 44 electoral votes for, for Romney and 16 for Obama. And then, of course, uh, if, if uh, Kane beats Allen, which right now the polls are running all over the place, uh, it could mean that Virginia would stay, would stay with, a, with two Democratic senators. Well, we asked, so, and let's not go through every single, I mean, this particular article breaks everything down by the half hour marks of, you know, the best estimate of how things are going to go. Um, Mm -hmm. A couple things that I would like to point out as uh, general reminders, because there are a lot of LGBT issues voting up for vote. Um, and this is a really good way, uh, this uh, reminder pamphlet is, uh, in Maine, you want to vote yes on one, marriage for all families. In Maryland, you want to vote for question six, marriage equality and fairness. In Minnesota, you want to vote no, don't limit the freedom to marry. And in Washington, you want to vote to approve R74. So just follow that if you're in one of those states and you'll be good to go, folks. More than anything, and this is truly preaching to the choir, but everybody go out and vote. Everybody take, express, and and here's the issue. This may be a very close election. It might be one of the historically closest elections. I I don't. And no matter what happens, we are going to have a torn country. Somebody's going to be upset. Whatever side wins, be gracious. Whatever side loses, be gracious. Do not do, and I've said this before, but I want to reiterate this. The day Obama was elected, Rush Limbaugh was already telling the world everything he was going to do wrong before he even had a chance to move into the place. If we lose, and by we, I mean the Democrats, and I mean the Obama supporters, be gracious. Let's see what happens. Because it's not worth being pissed for four years and going through four years of nothing getting done. You can agree with me, you cannot agree with me, but whoever wins will be my president. Whether I like it or not, he will be my president, and I have to hope that he has the right sense to do what is correct and what is right. And I think once you're in the office, you realize that it's no longer about the red or blue states. It's about really doing what's right. And I, and I think a lot of presidents gravitate towards that. I would hope they do. I, if, if Obama believed something that was completely conservative was right, 
and he really thought it was best for the nation, I'd be happy if he did it because he's in a different position. The president's in a different position than any of us could ever have. With that all being said, anybody who would like to join me on Tuesday night after the Rambo Redhead show, and I'm trying to get some people together, I want to do on Pride 48 live coverage as the as the polling closes. I will moderate, and I will ask if anybody else is interested in joining me on being on the show. I'm calling it Red, White, and Bluish Decision 2012. Please get hold of me, and I'm going to have everybody on different channels, so we'll be able to call the votes together as we see them, and we'll go as long as we can unless this turns into a recall. I'll definitely, I'll definitely join you. So it's, it's one of my favorite things. Well, let's continue. At 7.30, then we have basically uh, Ohio, uh, North Carolina, and West Virginia. Now, the way things look like right now, Ohio was moved uh, in the Washington Post from the uh, o- lean Obama to the battleground again. But still, it looks like it may be a win for See, uh, see, see this, this right here bothers me. And, and I hate to interrupt you here, but I mean, this just, this just points out. And this was the problem. When I, when I worked in the 2004 election and helped at the voting thing, before we even got the votes back, to Delaware County, they were already calling Ohio for Bush. And the fact that they're saying 730, they're going to know who has Ohio, that's total bullshit. Here's the thing, and I I actually don't want to continue with the breakdown if we can, because it's all speculation, and I think it's kind of like, it's it's pissing in the wind. And and I'll be honest, uh, there is some truth to Ohio. My father is on the ground right now working for the Obama campaign. He actually met the president the other day. the camp, it is Ohio's rough. Ohio is really one spot is very Republican and other spots are very Democrat. Oh, yeah, the, the countries are very for these tight states. What's really going to push it? I hate to say it, is if we can get the same young voters who came out last time and the same minority voters who came out last time, then Obama can sweep this. But there's so many who are disillusioned that they just don't want to throw in a vote at all, and that is truly the problem. And they're disillusioned because they because too many people thought when Barack Obama became president that he'd pull out his magic wand and he'd change everything. And that was just never going to happen. And the biggest thing is get people to the polls. I would rather have 100% or 99% of the electorate vote and Romney win by a landslide than not everybody vote. Let's give the people who they truly want. Okay. Well, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go down a little further because well, well, then. Um, well, let's I'm, let Brother Sedanus also chime oh, in here. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, I mean, I, well, not only is it uh, kind of uh, these polls are uh, not that accurate, but they're also a little bit dated too. I mean, we don't well, have a date when the snapshot was taken because well, I think Romney has already kind of shot himself in the foot again with some of his new commercials, uh, kind of implying that the. Uh, bailout of the auto industry was not appropriate and that's not flying too well in Ohio. Well, Brother, the, uh, did you vote for Nixon? Did I vote for Nixon? Yes. Stop. You think I would do it? Yes, I did. Well, the actually, second time as, around. Well, actually, that, was that, my, that was my first vote ever was for Nixon. Well, actually, guys. I yes. Go ahead, Raphael. Well, actually, guys, I mean, granted, uh, polls are snapshot, and yeah, um, it's the uh, the statement uh, that the most important uh, uh, poll is November 6th. Usually the one, I go to the website, which which gives a, uh, kind of like an average of polls. 
So that's kind of the one I'm using because one book can tell you one thing, one book can tell you the other thing. Uh, so this a website I kind of use is kind of gives you, and there's three or four websites uh, that are around there that give you kind of like a a um, a uh, snapshot of, of various balls, and then they average them out. <clears throat> so let's go to eight o'clock. Basically, eight o'clock is when the big the big count comes in. There's 210 electoral votes. Now that's important for us and mainly me because I live in Maryland and those who live in Maine because that's when the uh, Maine and Maryland uh, polls close. Now, right now, fingers crossed. Uh, the questions in Maryland and Maine are the pros, the yes, have a, have a majority. However, uh, once again, it is just a guess. But it's still, it's, 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 it's an educated guess. Now, there's also a gay candidate running in Rhode Island who is uh, David Ciclini, uh, or Ciclini, uh, who's running uh, for the 2nd District, and uh, Richard Tessay uh, in Massachusetts, who also have their uh, contest closed. Now, the last week over in Rhode Island, they were they have been throwing some nasty uh, commercials uh, uh, against him because he defended he was a, he was a public defendant and he defended a rapist. So they're trying to put the um, what's was that 1988 story? Uh, I forgot about it. But trying to put some 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 crazy stuff against him. But that's the that's the story over there. Then. 8:30 is Arkansas. It's going to go Republican. Uh, then at nine o'clock is the other big, the other big uh, chunk of votes. Um, there we have Minnesota, which has the uh, the marriage uh, question on on the ballot. It has been going all over the place. Now the most recent one I was able to pull from one of the websites says that the no's as an against marriage being a man and a woman has the majority, but it has been all over the place. So I'm not really that one. I'm really actually kind of. I'm not trusting very much. And also in Wisconsin, uh, Tammy Baldwin is actually running for Senate, and she is uh, openly gay. And it's been a very tight race. It's been very nasty. Supposedly she's ahead, but once again, you don't know until November 6th. Then at 10 o'clock, it's the West, the, the mountain states, Iowa and Nevada are, are, are in play. It's 27 electoral votes. At 11, it's when the West Coast comes in. And supposedly, according to this... To this uh, to this um, article, Obama may have in a pocket. I really do not believe it. I think I agree with the sentiment in this uh, in this room that it's going to be tight. It looks like, of course, it, that's when that's when Washington votes on the referendum, which is marriage equality, and we'll find out if it was a four for four, three for four, or one for four. Hopefully, it'll be a four for four. Well, well, yeah. The states you want to watch are Maine, Maryland, Minnesota, Washington. Those are going to be the places where we have some big LGBT issues that are going on right now. But uh, in my opinion, though, I disagree with you guys. It's going to be a landslide for Obama. I'm going to tell you right now, you can put me in the red book, and next week, you know, we can all either I'll be – chance. well, I'll be right. Uh, <laughs> Obama's going to win by a landslide. It's already been placed in the book, and – the people that are basically controlling this nation have basically put forth every effort to get everybody to vote. And Obama's, it's not going to be as tight as you guys think. What is going to be tight are some of the local things and probably some of the, 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 the gay marriage issues. Those are going to be tight. But you're going to see a huge swing probably in, in Democratic people, especially here in Ohio, coming because uh, the, all the Democrats are basically leading in the state. But uh, beyond that, the thing that pisses me off above all of this is that, first of all, there's other candidates out there, and 
the idea that our country is divided by two people pisses me off to begin with. But that being said, and not trying to go down, go down the street. What the hell? Joey. Joey. I'm reading. Wow. That's not, that's not like Darth Vader. Yeah. Oh, what Luke, the... I am your father. See, Vote. see, as, so, as soon as I started talking about stuff, notice how Joey's connection started to get all wonky. Are you calling somewhat, are you calling what, another conspiracy against you? Yes, I'm, the government's listening to us right now because I was going to start saying something that they were going to be nervous about, so they threw something into Skype to make it go haywire. Okay, finish your thought, by the way. Anyhow, the point is is that it's not going to be close. Obama's going to win. It's already been set in motion. But that being said, go out and vote. Personally, I, I swear to God I'm going to shoot myself if we continue this line of talking. Say what? I'm going to kill myself. Don't kill yourself. Just accept the Let's, fact and reality that you're... Show me your thought. Let it finish your train of thought. We can always ignore it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with his connection. I think he's doing it on purpose. I'm starting to wonder that too. Don't, don't you don't you say don't you listen to him? He says he's he's going to kill himself. Or you can Joey, are you there? I'm dead. What, what did you do? <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. I'm going to kill myself. Let's go forward. All right. Anyhow. All right. Well, let's get on to some other stories for this week. So. <laughs> Um, let's go to the Supreme Court sets the date to review Prop 8 and DOMA cases for November 20th. And, and basically the U.S. Supreme Court has announced it will consider whether to grant review of the AFERS federal constitution challenge to California Proposition 8. The justices will meet to discuss our case along with several challenges to the so-called Defense of Marriage Act at their private conference scheduled for Tuesday, November 20th. The court is expected to either grant a review of Prop 8 or deny the review. And FRER AFER adds, the court is expected to release an order list with its decisions on cases is granted or denied review from November 20th conference by Monday, November 26th. So watch that date, folks. We'll know what's going on more with this particular legal decision. Guys, your thoughts? Um, I think it'll be contingent on the presidency. I don't think it will be. I mean, the Supreme Court goes its own way. It uh, doesn't. The Supreme Court right now is one of the most, especially the right side, is one of the most political Supreme Courts of its time. You cannot tell me Scalia does not play politics. I'm sorry. They used to be like that, but Scalia absolutely stays party line. And that's oh. bullshit to think otherwise because Joey. he does not ever trace from the other side. Well, Joey, Clarence Thomas is also very Republican, too. Wait, wait, Brother is first, then, oh. then Raphael. Sorry. Well, and, and Thomas is, I mean, I, his opinions are written by his wife's uh, employers. I agree. I think we have one of the most political Supreme Courts, especially the older people. I'm not going to say the Chief Justice, but I'm sorry. It is a highly political Supreme Court. Uh, and if you think otherwise, you're bullshitting yourself. Okay, the thing that will... Well, the thing, first thing we, we have to take into account, gentlemen, is this is actually going to take up the case. Uh, they actually, I'm thinking they're going to take up the case because for the same reason, the same gentleman you just mentioned, Antonin Scalia, as I mentioned before, the defenders of, of marriage rights uh, on the Supreme, uh, excuse me, on various um, 
various legal cases, have used his own words against him on the um, Lawrence v. Texas case, in which he he basically dissented uh, on the on the on the case on the matter, and he actually uh, said. If we allow uh, sodomy laws to be uh, declared unconstitutional, uh, what child gay marriage is going to come over? And ever since the uh, opon- the proponents of gay marriage or marriage equality have been using that argument against him, so he's probably going to. I mean, what what what's going to happen? You're going to get you, you got to get four justices justices to agree to the uh, to the decision. So what's going to happen on November twentieth is they're going to decide whether or not they're going to take the Doma case, which is probably going to be. From the second second circuit uh, uh, appeals circuit, because that that case uh, uh, Lena Kagan was not involved in as Felicity um, Jenner, and of course they're going to take that the assuming the uh, the Prop Eight case uh, on account on the Fourteenth Amendment. So that's the reason why they're going to take the case, whether or not they'll hold. That's another story, and I'm okay. Okay, but, but back up. You are combining something that if our Supreme Court is as ignorant as those individuals who equate marriage equality with sodomy. I hate to explain something to you that I hope you know, because I know the other people in in this country I'm not sure of, but marriage and sex are not synonymous. People are married who never have sex. So basically, if somebody marries somebody who's a quadriplegic, they're never going to have natural sex. They may never have sex their entire marriage. So what somebody does, and and no, but but equating the sodomy law in, anybody who's intelligent on the court would turn around and say, that's not even a valid argument, and I refuse to even hear that uttered in this court. Unfortunately, unfortunately, they won't be able to do that because two things. First and foremost, DOMA is a federal case. It's a federal law. They'll have to they'll have to decide on that issue now. And no, they will. The way it'll happen is if 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 Obama wins and Obama has ordered them not to prosecute DOMA, then yes, they're going to have to review yeah, it because they have because they have a spike in the ground. If Romney says reenact DOMA, believe me, they're not going to move that fast. The, trust me, the Supreme Court right now the president has refused to defend DOMA. The people who are defending DOMA is actually a, a special group from the Congress which is called the bipartisan something or another group. So already the president has done everything he can to stop the DOMA issue. The, there's only two ways you, 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 you can uh, overturn DOMA. You can go to Congress and have it overturned via the Congress, House and Senate. And let's be honest, whatever happens on November the 7th, this House is going to be Republican. A presidential so, order can outdo it too, P.S. No, 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 no. This, it's, it's, it's a statute on, on the books. It cannot be. The only way the president can do is he can actually try to Work around the around the corners, but the law stands. The only way you can do it is either repeal it in Congress or have a decision by the Supreme Court overturning it. Let's be honest; that one is probably going to uh, both cases are, are, are probably going to be taken by the Supreme Court because, as I told you, they I know Scalia is is dying to take the case. I know Thomas is dying to take the case for the reason you just told me because he doesn't understand that marriage does not equate to sex, especially a conservative Catholic on. When it when it when when it behooves him to uh, on the court because Anton Scalia is a conservative Catholic whenever he feels like it. So that's the reason going to take the case, and it's regardless if Romney wins or Obama wins, it's going to be they're going to they're going to they're going to hear the case. I disagree, and I'd put money on it, but you know, put to money each on it. Um, put money I mean, on it. No, what I'll do is this: if if you're right, Anthony, I mean, excuse me, uh, Joey, I'll probably say you were right. But I mean, I'm, 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 I'm. Uh, you I'm, think that's all I want? 
I'm not I, I'm not a betting man, but I, I'm telling you the way this they, they, at least they're gonna hear the case. Will, will they will they uphold it? That's a that's whoever right gets to sleep with me. How's that? You're not. Uh, I don't know you that well, Anthony. So. <laughs> that's okay. It's a it's a uh, it's a false uh, promise. So I want this soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I, you should tape it because this will, this will, this will, this, will, this will be an interesting. Uh, but as I said, one thing is to take up the case. You only need four justices to agree to this. Whether or not they'll uphold the case, that's another story. And I'm thinking four justices. Here, you- here's the problem: they don't want to touch it, and they don't want to touch it because somebody smart will say what I've been saying the whole fucking time. Tell me why, if you are, if Anthony's a postal worker, his partner should not get the same benefits as if a guy who's three times divorced with a mistress on the side, his wife gets the the benefits. That, that, that is discrimination. It and is. That, above all, that is a higher thing in the court. That discrimination violates the Constitution. Okay, I, I, I mean, you, I, can, I can quote you the Dred Scott case. I can quote you the famous... I don't give a fuck. What I'm <laughs> telling you is Joey, this. Joey, they're going to take the case. I swear to God. All right, all right, all right. Let's, let's see what happens. Let's move on to the next story, and we'll see what happens. Like I said, the winner can sleep with me. <laughs> <laughs> say say what? Nothing. I mean, I mean, I agree, I agree with you 100, percent Joey. But I, right, no, right, I don't right, care. Your, Mary don't Lynn. Care. Mary Lynn Priest encounters and I'm sorry, Archbishop's letter with support for marriage equality, as many Catholic, Catholic leaders have done. Baltimore Archbishop William E. Lorry required all parish priests to read a letter from him this past Sunday denouncing marriage equality and encouraging parishioners to vote no on Mary Lynn's question six. When Father Richard T. Lawrence read the letter this past weekend at Baltimore St. Vincent de Paul Church, he added his own thoughts, breaking from Lori and the Vatican to suggest that voting for marriage equality may be the Catholic thing to do. According to BuzzFeed, the response was swift, Lori asked the Lawrence homely to be removed from the church's website, although no punitive action was taken. Here are some ex- well, I'm not going to read his experts, but but um, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. So I'm confused. What happened? Just summation. It sounds please. like a a, a, a church uh, father decided to stray from the anti-gay rhetoric of the Catholic Church and actually preach love and kindness and as such he's been removed from the church. Jeez, go figure. Well actually he did no he was just probably he, I think he was not, he was not he was not removed. Well, well he was reprimanded. He was yeah. What happens is all the uh, all the uh, all the all the archbishops have been have been sending official letters in in Minnesota, Maine, Maryland saying we oppose marriage equality and Father Lawrence said, hey, uh, you know what? Bullshit. Well, no, he course, didn't say bullshit. Of course, either. of He's course, like, in a in a in a more horse pucky. It <laughs> says, "Idomineklisi bullshit." He said, "Fiddlesticks! God preaches love, and love is not relinquished to just a penis and a vagina." Amen. Sorry, I was at a church this morning. I got a little bit of uh, it coming back to me now. And glory be to God, the Father Almighty, and peace on heaven and on earth. Okay, you're, you're challenging. You're, cha- you're challenging a Pentecostal church or a Baptist church. No, no, Cat- this was Lutheran, Cat- but close enough. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's it's a Catholic to be a little more more high church. They'll be like, they'll be more brothers and sisters. We agree upon. Glory of God, bl- f- bless you and keep you. 
and be gracious to you. Live with prosperity. Now go in his peace. Amen. See, I, mean, I can a- do it. I can do it. Just give me a robe. <laughs> All right. So anyhow, so yeah. So uh, it just you know it just goes to show. I mean, I've been saying this for years, and if you read the history of the Catholic Church, it's really an organization to make money, and it very rarely. I mean, there's a couple of few individuals who actually do what you know the you know Jesus actually said, which was be kind and loving and gentle to people. Well, that's what the whole Reformation was about, was that the Catholic Church was making money on indulgences. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't want to defend the Catholic Church, but I'm telling you right now, I'm getting really fucking sick of this. If every episode... No, no, I'm serious for a moment. If every episode of This Week in Gay is going to be bashing Republicans and conservatives and bashing any religion, I don't want to do this anymore. It's not well, any religion. But wait, wait, wait. Here's my question. All right. How did we get on money? What the fuck did money just have to do with this? You actually had a good priest who turned around and said, I don't think this is the teaching of Jesus. Right. And there's more of them out there than the bad priests I really do believe. And I know several of them. So what in, why is oh, this turning to bad? Wait, 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 stop. <laughs> why is this turning to bash all Catholics and bash the Catholic Church and they're just money grubbers when somebody actually did something good? Oh, my God. My God. I don't fucking understand. When somebody actually, it's like when a Republican votes for gay rights, you know, we elevate them up. But, wait, but, wait, but Joey, you know, that's me, now terror about the Republicans. Joey, I'm sick of it. Let, so, I, but, but, Joey, you could be part of an organization, but if the core of the organization is totally against your self-interest, you're basically in a defeatist manner. No, when you walk in, that's, do you know what? Wait a minute. I'm a Catholic, whether I like it or not. And I was very specific about the church that I picked. And you know when I realized I found the right Catholic church I liked? When I walked in the door and on the wall it says, everyone is welcome. And by everyone, we mean 33-year-old males who are divorced, women who are married, who, who have children out of wedlock, gays. And they list every type of person that you could possibly be. And when you walk in that room, they really make you feel that way. And that is a huge congregation who basically this priest who runs that says, here's my rules on the door right away. So when you walk in, you know what you're getting. And you don't so think any, so wait a minute. So if any Catholic walked in that room and saw that sign and didn't agree with it, they can fucking rub salt. So <laughs> I, I'm so sick of every everybody who has a belief in God being told that they're stupid or that they're uneducated or, or that we're all being that they're all horrible people. Yes, there are a lot of people out there, but there are also people who say no, that's not what Jesus said and that's not what God believes. So when there's people like this, instead of turning and saying the whole fucking church is corrupt, we turn around and we say, Good for this person. And I hope his list his flock listens. And I hope it was one or two people who complained and other people who said this guy's telling him the right thing. And that's the end of it. I agree with him 100%. Joey. He's right. I mean. No, he's, he's not right. There is no God. I'm sorry. You know, I can't uh, I can't uh, do this show every week and be be lying to the kids of the future. Anthony, what you can do is fucking respect what other people think. I, and that's can, what you can't respect what I think. You're not respecting I do respect what you think. Anthony, I've never said boo to you about the fact that you think there is no God. I've met, never made a secret that I'm not. I'm uh, waving on my religion and Christianity, but I believe there's something greater than me, and I don't hate you because I think you don't believe you you have God. Nor do I ever turn around and say, "No, Anthony, you need to think this." But I respect the fact that you don't think that, and you think life is a conspiracy, and that's fine. I think you're nuts, but you have the right to do whatever you want to do. I don't knock on your door and say I'm trying to save your soul. 
because I think I think fundamentally you're a good person, and however the universe deals cards, you are a good person. Right. But going well, out I, I, and I, wait, but going out and telling people that I'm not going to lie to them. There's no God. Well, you know what? You're going to have a real hard time finding people to do this show with you because other of us who have some amount of faith in any way, shape, or form find it disrespectful when somebody tells us that we're fucking stupid, and then they want to go out and spread. Were, it. I never said you were stupid. But you're not the, you're not going to lie to the other people of the world and let them believe what you believe. I mean, God damn it, Anthony! It's it's the it, it, you're getting upset because you want me to believe what you believe, and that's why you're. I upset. don't want you to believe what I believe, but I also don't want to be on a, a show that you're going to turn on and say, you know what? I want everybody to know that everything that you're saying is a fucking lie, and religion is all bullshit, and maybe religion is bullshit. But the, I mean, there's a line, Anthony. There's a line, and, and we're more than jumping over it. And if I, you that you can say in my opinion and and the way I feel is there is no God and I can say as David can say you know what I believe there is something out there and David can right. say I believe that there's Jesus Christ but don't say I'm going to sit here and I'm not going to lie to people you just make your opinion known and that's it but to say that what we're saying is a big fucking lie which is what you did say that I'm sorry I, I I'm sorry and I love you to death jo- and that Joey, gonna- Joey the, these two ideas you can't have a compromise these are two corresponding ideas either is, there is a God or there isn't let me, a God okay, you can't, let, me ask, you, let me ask you this I don't know that there is a hundred percent because I'm not a hundred percent to blind be, faith nobody does because you don't possess I, more I, mental I, abilities I, than I do no I one can, has more mental abilities than any other person in this I, world I prove it either way so how the hell can you? Because no one's been there and come back, and no uh, one. If I can't prove, how can you, Gen- gentlemen? Yes, the, sir. Uh, <laughs> the, the 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 point I believe my good friend Joey Buhecker is trying to make here, which I actually subscribe one hundred percent, is whether we agree or disagree on an issue, we should be respectful of one another. I we understand. Hold on, hold on, my uh, turn. Okay, but- I understand. I understand that you are very passionately atheist. I understand that Joey is very passionately Catholic. I'm not passionate Catholic. Let's not let's not over. <laughs> Joey, 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 I'm, I'm I'm exaggerating here a little bit. Okay, my point is we have to give a little, take a little, etc. etc. Oh, I take a little. Believe me, I take a lot. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in, 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 in other words, let's you. We have to respect both sides of the issue. Oh, and I, I respect I, Joey and whatnot, but I'm just no because because yeah. you you may respect him, but you you disrespecting his point of view. Well, and whether whether, whether or not his... whether or not the universe may may, may give you the the, uh, the right or wrong, he's still entitled to his opinion. Religion and faith are not point of view, though. Religion and faith have to do with people's gen- it has to do with people's makeup, and that's a different thing. You can tell me I'm completely wrong I, I about just, practically totally anything, I, but what I want yeah. though is if you're going to tell me that that you are 100 percent sure and you're a man of science, back it up, okay? Oh, I, can I, back it I, up. I can't. I can't back mine up. I can. Some of the stuff is blind faith. But neither can you. I can. Oh, Joey, there's so many scientific facts that disprove. No, everything. there aren't any scientific facts yes. that there's nothing yes. greater than. Joey, science will disprove all this this stuff that you've been programmed to believe, my friend. And that's it's fine not, if you want to have your faith that you want to nothing, believe this. Right. Science believed there was nothing out there but this planet, and then we discovered there were galaxies and universes and possible other life forms. Yes. I mean. And what, what about the gods in there? Those planets. Gentlemen. <laughs> Anthony, I even said before, I have often believed, as as crazy as it's going to sound, I keep saying that there's something greater than me. 
So well, I've that's a different concept than God, Joey. That's that's to me, but, but but maybe it's not. Maybe to me, maybe I believe that aliens are what created humans. Maybe they're a hybrid. But to me, that well, is no, all. See, no, no, no. You're trying. You're trying to merge, and I, I, I you're trying to merge two different ideas. And right. we're getting. I just feel like do a clean slate and say nothing exists. I have no proof of anything. But nothing exists, and there. Oh my God, that is so much easier. You're right. Well, no, that's well, that's a whole theory in itself. I mean, the theory that you learned back in college. The first thing is that the only thing you know is I, I am, I think, therefore I exist. I mean, but that's 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 so. Yeah, I, mean, I think I, I think it's an issue we will both have to agree to disagree because both sides are passionately on their positions. Right. No, so, I'm not passionately on my fucking position. I respect. <laughs> I respect that he's atheist and I would never try and tell him to think otherwise. And I'm okay with that. But what I don't like is that he says, I'll, I'm not going to lie to people and to everybody else. I think there's, I think this is, you know what? I'm agreeing with you. I believe is a lie. Let me calm Joey down by explaining. Let me rephrase that. It's very hard for me to come on the show every week and just be the moderator because as the moderator, I can't really inject all what I think all the time into the show. And a lot of times, a lot of what I think is – a lot. if I tell you that right off the bat, you guys are like, oh my god, he'd be batshit crazy. But yet – I have I've listened to stuff. I've read stuff. I've educated my stuff. There's not enough time in an hour to educate you with what I understand. And it's very frustrating to me because there's so much I want to be able to educate the world on. I want to be able to make sure that the kids growing up today don't just take everything on blind faith or what their kids like. What Like I said, I went to my niece's baptism today. And that was, first of all, it's very hard for me to do that, but I do it because I respect my sister and I want, they asked me to come and they support me. And so I will go support them. Even though what I think that they are doing to their daughters and indoctrinating them in this thing is deadly and vile, that's my opinion. And I, okay, my stop. Why, let me back you up. Why? And, and here's what I'm going to say before we even go there. I have never once said a negative word about you being an atheist. Remember that. Remember that. And that's the big difference between the two of us right now. But moving back, what when you say it's evil and vile, can you not see in the world there have been good people from religion and good people, good Christians? Do you think Mother Teresa was Mother evil Teresa, and vile for what she Mother did? Mother Teresa's example. Mother Teresa was a rare few individual. There's no, but she's not a rare few. No. She was just famous. She was famous. Yes, that's, that's the, the difference. She wasn't a rare few. Yeah, I. There, I know I work have worked at a nunnery, and I know there's many sisters in there who have busted their ass and helped people and done wonderful things, and they're no name people, Joe, and they're turning around and telling them that they're all vile, sick individuals, no, and I have a real not, problem with misguided. that. They're misguided. They're misguided because it, they're um, misguided because they've dedicated their life to doing stuff no, for others. Because they're they dedicated their life to something others is completely fine. But then when you try to educate people with this stuff, that is completely false. And, and because they take a comfort in something that you can't grasp. Yes, yeah, because I'm, it I'm promotes sorry. ignorance in the uh, society. That's why our society cannot move forward, Joey. All right, here, here, Anthony. And I don't disagree that the that 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 there have been issues and religion can be the route of most wars and terror in this country. I get it. Well, and this co- and believe it or not, this country is actually moving away from the idea of having uh, uh, any definite religion. There was a study done that said people still have faith, but they don't believe in a church in that, and that's okay. But what I'm going to say to you is, I don't. I want you to be able to express your views and your theories and everything that you have. But here's the thing. 
Decide what kind of show you want to do. This is This Week in Gay, where we make a comment on what is concrete facts in front of us, and we give our opinion. But, but to say that somebody who was a member of a church, who a church normally spoke out against being gay, and he stood up to his congregation and said, no, I think this is wrong. You're condemning him, too. No, I'm saying that then that it turned guy, into no, everybody's greedy and everything turns mouth. into money. I'm saying that that guy did the right thing because he's actually doing what the Bible says, which is... Then fine, end of story. How did money get brought into it? Yeah, that's, uh, I agree with him. I do... Well, I have to rewind the tape to figure out. I mean, we've gone off on several topics now. But, because, but, but the thing is, the point I was trying to make is that this guy who was trying to do the right thing is probably having to fight the very corrupt Catholic Church, which is a very corrupt organization. You have to admit that. I don't know whether I, – I don't completely disagree, but my question is where did the corrupt part come in? I mean, are they getting kickbacks about something? Is that what's going on? Oh, I don't know. Molestation of boys for several thousands of years and then under, you know, covering that up and a whole head of <laughs> Yeah, but they're not the only people who did that. Does that mean nobody should ever go to Penn yeah. State again? Yes, everybody should not go to Penn State again, to so be honest. Penn State, so Penn State should close their doors State and anybody who ever got a degree. Down. Yes. And everybody who ever got a degree from Penn State should well, rip up the degree. degree. Everyone who worked on the degree, but the, the whole uh, thing needs to be gentlemen, rebuilt. Let's come. Let's move forward because I think we have. I think based. I'm agreeing with Joey 100. percent Nadis, are you still here? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Brother well, Nadis, give us I give apologize. us give us some interjection to solve Brother, this. Listeners, I really truly apologize. I just no, hit a. You're, you're getting upset you. about nothing. No, he's upset because you're bashing the church. Downplay it a little more, Anthony. I'm upset about nothing. Yes, you are. I mean, I'm, I'm no, not, what do you want me to say? Do you want me to say in here that uh, that stuff that I f personally feel is the degradation of society? Is it? I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to say that. It's just, it's. I understand. And then we're, we are totally off topic for the show. Then, Although then, I don't context, then decide what the context of the show is, and that's really what I'm trying to say to you. Well, I'm what do you know? It's very hard you want to make a discussion. So, show, I'm in, but this is not this is not the right show for that. And but but what I'm saying is, if we're going to be a slanted, one-sided thing, then I don't feel any better than the conservative radio stations who, from day one, bashed Obama before he was even president. We're not giving other people a chance. And and if we're just going to be a slanted liberal Democrat, anti-church, anti-religion podcast. Oh, no. Well, I'm not. No, we should. We. This is why you're on here, Joey. This is why I want you to get. I mean, you're getting a little more passionate than you need to be. But I want you to. Uh, 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 I mean, the thing he's is, being he's being passionate because he feels it, and I'm agreeing with him. And well, I, I, yeah. But by, by the way, I think it's fantastic radio this week. I mean, this is a, this. Is, I mean, if you're going to listen back to the show, and it's actually probably it's a really good discussion. This discussion needs to be held because gay kids growing up need to decide, are you going to believe in something or are you not going to believe in something? These are the questions that these kids need to be able need to start asking. And what's the harm in believing something? Well, we, I, like I said, it, it de degrades society, but that's my personal belief. But you have no proof of that. That's a I belief. Don't. I only have, well, I, I do, but it, it's too long to try and explain here. And I, we've already gone around and around. We've wasted 20 minutes on it. But the point is, go, I don't think it was a waste at all. So, but no, these uh, are, all right, we'll move on. But I'm saying these are the questions that the kids need to be asking themselves. When somebody is brought up, especially me, in a religious household, and when you get to a certain point, you realize that everything you've been taught in your life is completely wrong. You need to be able to say, 
I question this. I have a question about this. I, have I support every that. I support everything you're saying right now. So I actually, I'm with you, you 100%. If you question it and you come back to the same solution, you still believe, then good for you. That's the magical box that you've been given to your life. And that I, I agree with you. Yeah. But there's a difference between telling somebody that when you hit that point in your life, you should take that journey yourself and question it. And you, by you saying, it's all a lie, there is no God, it's all a lie. That's get, what I you, come Wait, wait, stop, yeah. stop, Anthony. Well, I'm agreeing with you. But okay. by you turning around and saying, this is all a lie, this doesn't exist, screw what everybody else told you in the world, is just as bad as a Mormon going to your door and knocking on your door and saying, have you found Jesus Christ in your life and how can I, what can I do to convert you? Well, You're not doing any better. Everybody needs to make their personal journey on their own and and without those outside influences yeah, but Joe, you're just you're just another outside influence Joe, at some point science there's facts and there's science and science cannot be disproven at some point you have to actually science darling science has been disproven so many times in history because it was bad science and bad uh, science still exists to this yeah, day ever forget that wow there's never forget that there's different gentlemen why don't we go from the uh yeah let's go to delaware from the free state to the uh, to Delaware, yeah, and let's, let's, just, let's well, take it because you know, let's I'm pouring another drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pour me one while you're at it. Because, okay. gentlemen, you you, you you both are so in your positions that I think you better. You know, when we actually have sex, it's gonna be so good. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be like 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 it's a like be a crazy. fat romp. We'll like, uh, did you see, what was that movie with Johnny Depp recently? With her? She says God once, and I'm just going to bang the shit out of her. <laughs> okay, brother, take us to Delaware, please. Uh, I'm not certain we're going to really like it when we get there, but anti-gay, GOP, <laughs> family values, candidate, busted for molestation. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what a scumbag. Oh. Uh, Delaware state legislator, GOP candidate, Eric uh, Bowden Weiser, who is a member of the Family Policy Council, has been arrested for child molestation. Um, the indictment includes 113 felony sex charges, including 39 counts for unlawful sexual intercourse. Uh, first degree and uh, yada, yada, yada. Um, basically, somebody that is anti-gay um, doesn't seem to... In fact, actually... Ten bucks, he was a Catholic. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, well. <laughs> well, I'm sure, I'm I'm just, sure I'm he was a bullshit to... Christian. I'm sure he was a Christian, but I mean, that's not exactly something they teach us in Christianity. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't I... think Jesus said, that, though, thus thou be unto the men who take the other child by the hand and stick their dick That in was the, the Greeks. <laughs> uh, uh, actually, one thing I'm not uh, seeing is what gender, uh, oh, the, it was, he was gay. Or, I mean, the victims were men. Well, he was a pedophile, not a gay person. Yeah, okay. remember Thank too, you. Remember, too, the, the majority of pedophile stuff is actually done by people of opposite sex, according to... Well, I was just, that's what I was looking at, but it looks like uh, he was the same gender. Pedophilia stuff is, hey, usually has to do with where the body is, and they usually go for young, prepubescent male or female looking. It usually has nothing to do with gender. Uh, gender. It really has to do with prepubescent, because let's be honest... A young female and a young male, really naked, and look pretty close, you know, well, as the true. body form. It's, it's yeah. the youngness that they're, they're attracted to. So the innocence. Well, yeah. the, well, the, funny, skin. the funny thing, and I was doing a little more research on this story, is that actually he he represents a district. I'm not sure if it reaches to the beach, but Rehoboth Beach is actually the gay beach 
or gay-friendly beach in uh, in Delaware. That's where most Washingtonians and Baltimoreans go to, and, and even Philadelphians go to, uh, gay Philadelphians go to um, on, the, on the summertime. That's kind of like our beach going to. I'm trying to look his district, but I cannot find it anywhere. But if it's near Rehoboth Beach, that's kind of weird that somebody like him would be sending a very gay-friendly area because Rehoboth Beach is very gay-friendly. I've been there a couple of times myself. So that's a little tidbit of information I like to throw into the into the pot here. All right. Well, speaking of, uh, well, there's actually no way to transition to this, but <laughs> tell us about the HIV cheaper test, Raphael. Okay. There's a new cheaper HIV test that could improve diagnoses in low-income areas. Scientists are developing a new HIV test that they hope to bring to developed nations struggling to combat high rates of HIV without adequate resources for the low-income population. Lead researchers Molly Steven told Reuters that the new HIV test is 10 times cheaper than the tests currently on the market and can help bring sophisticated technology to areas that cannot afford the most accurate forms of HIV testing. A simple and quick HIV test that analyzes saliva already exists, but it can only pick up the virus when it reaches uh, relatively high concentrations in the body. We will be able to detect infection even in those cases where, the, where previous methods such as a saliva test were rendering false negative because the viral load was too low to be detected. Unfortunately, the existing gold standard uh, detection methods can be too expensive to be implemented in parts of the world where resources are scarce. I think this this uh, this test actually also gave you a color. It gave you a color a color code. I think I was reading about the story uh, throughout the week, and it's it's a good thing. What do you guys think? I'm letting Jelly uh, go first on this one. No, and I wish I wish Matt was here because Matt knows a lot about these tests. And um, why would, cur- wait a minute, Matt from Spanking Me Arthur? No, Matt from Cocktails and Cream Puffs. Oh, why does he know a lot about these tests? He's an HIV clinician counselor thing. Oh. He's actually in a different position now, but we even talked about this extensively on our show that the current thing that they have, the, the current mouth swab, is extremely effective and very seldom gives a false positive. We talked about this because yeah. M- Matt had a false positive. Oh, really? And yeah. and he knew as a professional doing it, he looked at it. Matt used to test himself all the time. And then when he got into a relationship, obviously, you know, once they were fully committed after X amount of time, he stopped testing himself. He would test himself every day. Every, he'd come, home, come out, you know, and test himself. And for some reason, he had a dream about it, and he gave himself the test. And it actually came up a false positive. And Matt could look at it and know that. But either way, because a blue line came, you had to treat it as if it was a positive. And it was interesting because he said his reaction, he thought he'd be fine. And he really, he passed out. He was like, okay. You know, and he said it was the most mind-numbing time of his life. But those tests are usually, put it this way, those net tests are 99% accurate. This was totally fucking random. So he, and, did, so he retested after he got the false positive. He they had to give him a blood test. They did the blood test because that's the next step in a test for something completely different than the, than the mouth test did. And then for like three days after, just because he's anal, he did the mouth test and they were perfectly fine. Um, well, but he, it's it's so random that it, that it happens, you know, but, but they are a highly effective test. But the, the the other thing about this test also is cheaper than the current saliva test, so this it makes it it makes it uh, less. Uh, well, let me ask you: Are people trying to do this? Are are we trying to make it? Um, is it cheaper? Meaning people could buy them over the counter? No. Well, actually, I believe there's an over the counter test right now available. I personally don't think they should be allowed to have them over the counter. I've but, said I've said this before because you're not equipped to give yourself the immediate counseling that you need. 
And yes. even Matt, who has been doing it for seven plus years, who who's who has had friends come in and had to do, tell friends that they were infected and go through this with them. Matt has always been completely secretive, so I have no clue who's ever come in, anything. Matt is so good about that, and he has never betrayed anybody. And to know how his reaction was, where Matt's a professional who knew it was wrong, and he went into a little panic mode, you know? And let's be honest, he would not have got, he said he would not have got through that if he didn't have like people around him who were professional who could talk him off this, even though he already knew that. So I'm sorry, I don't, I don't think it's good that anybody should be able to do that alone. Well, I mean, regardless, I think it's also, uh, it'll also be a less cost for these uh, organizations like Matt's organization or Women Walker Clinic over here. It means that they could administer more more tests in low income areas because this is, according to this uh, this uh, uh, article, uh, it's it's trying to make it more accessible to low income areas. Washington D.C., South Southeast D.C., which is one of the more poor neighborhoods, has a three four times the prevalence of HIV infection than Northwest D.C. And probably the same, you can probably you can probably mirror the same the same numbers over here in Baltimore. See, in New York State, maybe it's covered better. I could take, we could all go for an HIV test probably right now. I could find some place to do it right now. Um, we're really well covered and they're really accessible. Like we have people who come to the clubs who will be like, hey, can we give you a test? And they'll come through and just do it there. There'll be groups of people who would do it. They used to do events where, hey, we'll give you a Target gift card if we get, you know, come over here and get tested for HIV. So I think it depends really on the state. In the Washington D.C. Does, does the same thing because uh, I I was I was I was invo- I was somewhat indirectly involved with that. But once again, it is still less expensive for let's say uh, Women Walker Clinic, which is the one in in, in D.C. to uh, to uh, under budget. It's going to be less of a bite. Is it less? Is it less? I'm sorry though, I, and I missed when you said this. Is it less? Mm, what's the correct words? Which a test? Which test is more efficient, the cheaper one or the current one? Well, that's that's what they're testing right now. They're, they're, I mean, if if it works, it will be just it will be more effective than a saliva test. Well, then, because, well, what what would it take? Excuse me. What would it be if it's not saliva? What does it take? Well, it's, it, it is still going to be saliva, but it's going to be able to detect a lower a lower viral uh, load than okay. the current test, and it's also ten times cheaper. So that those are the two pluses in this test. Well, then, assuming, then I have no problem. Assuming it works, remember this is still on the testing phase. Effectiveness is far more important because a false positive is worse. Yeah, I'm agreeing with that too. So I mean, it's it's a plus. I mean, and once again, we're still it's still on the uh, on the uh, it's still on the uh, developing t- uh, phase. So it's still not it's it's popping tested, over tested, and also remember also poor countries like Botswana, South Africa, you know, Southeast in Asia, who are not who may not have the same resources, will be able to you know monitor or screen their their populations much more easily too. So I think I, I think I think it just goes back to show that if you're going to get tested, make sure you get tested often, because that way, at least of anything, you're increasing your chances of being aware of what's going on in your life. Well, make make it into something that is not a special event; it's a regular thing you do. Yeah, exactly. Well, as long as you can afford it. I mean, when I, I know when I go, the was it most insurance companies will allow you to do one test per year. And the whole sweep of tests they'll cover. Just I bet that, I can find you a clinic, darling, that does it completely for free. Well, yeah, but that, who wants to go to a clinic? So, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. As, as, as you say in Puerto Rico, asking asking for a favor with a, with a shotgun. 
Good God in I'm heaven. Kid, I, if, you got, if you have to go to a clinic, go to a clinic. But I, 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 just, I go to my doctor. I go once a year. I get my regular sweep of tests. And then I come home and tell my partner, okay, you've, you've cleared again for this year. You can keep cooking. I want a pot copy. You what? I want a copy. <laughs> well, I, they just call me on the phone. There's really no paper. So. Damn it. <laughs> well, actually, mine comes as an email because I have a Kaiser Permanente and they do everything is by email with them. Yeah, they just, they just, you, know, you know, I just came a free freaking plug. I they're supposed to be a nonprofit. Hey, yeah. So it's that it a great email. text message you get while I'm driving. Yeah. Actually, it did happen to, uh, to uh, an acquaintance of mine. Well, actually what they do, and they've done it a couple times with mine because they, first of all, the doctor has to do have a private call. Um, so generally I tell them if there's no, if you know, no news is good news, don't call me unless something comes up. But they're required still to call me after stuff has come back there a couple of days or two days later. I see private come up. I start freaking out. And they're like, oh, everything is fine. I'm like, why did you call me then? Stop giving me a heart attack. So anyhow, on to the next story. Raphael, tell us about the – why are we covering the five ways people attempted to cover Hurricane Sandy? I thought it would be a funny story to end, the, to, to, to end this yeah. very intense episode of This Week in Hey, Gay. there's an idea. <laughs> Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually from, a, from Crack Magazine. It's commonly noted that tragedy brings, brings out the best in people, but that's not true. Some people are, are really awesome and only rarely get a chance to show it. Other people who are total douchebags take advantage of tragedy by continuing to act exactly as terrible as they always do, making us say, yeah, wow, you really just suck. During Hurricane Sandy, there were people who did things like, number five, post fake photos yeah, of the storm. For those of you listening, it's the Statue of Liberty with a, with a, with a fake storm. Photoshop uh, could tell well, it's a fake. At least, to be fair with this guy, there was a uh, the the guy didn't know uh, didn't know it was fake, and there's another big one which actually was on my on my Facebook page. Uh, there were uh, uh, three officers on the uh, tomb of the unknown soldier in right. Arlington, Virginia, in the middle of the storm. Which actually it was sort of true, but not true. Number four, newsjacking, mentioning Sandy in order to make something totally unrelated seem topical, like for example, American Appeal. In case you were bored during the storm, 20% off everything for the next 36 hours during the storm in the state that the storm got affected. Number three, Donald Trump's Twitter rampage. Because he's nothing if not attention-hungry conspiracy theorist, wink, wink, Donald Trump offered to donate $5 million to charity if Barack Obama could prove that he wasn't raised by wolves or whatever by 12 p.m. on Wednesday. And then he got right back to the business of being a super-duper jackass. Maybe Obama... <laughs> Donate five million to the families of the seventeen who lost loved ones during the storm, and pretending he could have saved Manhattan from that dangling crane. There was a crane in, in Midtown Manhattan that was dangling from a tower that was being so, built. Wait, 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 wait! I, I wouldn't even call this ways to. I don't understand these are attempts on cashing in on the hurricane. Hold on, I'm gonna go to number two. Okay. Taking credit for the storm. We're only at number two. Well, number, <laughs> did I miss number? Hurry. Oh. Yeah, number two. It was five, four. Four was the uh, newsworthy. Three, uh, Donald Trump. Two, taking credit for the storm. According to the news network of the Syrian Armed Forces, a pro-government group from Syria, Hurricane Sandy was caused by a new secret weapon from Iran. Or if you if you like that information, serve with a steamy side of crazy. Here's the official word from their Facebook page. I'm not going to read it. And, 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 number- and wait, I'll just, I'll just interject there that 
the according to the uh, and we'll get to Adam Curry here in a second, but even he, who is a big harp freak, said that this is probably not a weather controlled device. This was probably just a fringe occurrence of something. So, uh, thank God. So. And number one, of course, blame it on the homosexuals. Well, we knew they were going to do that, but see, that <laughs> doesn't make any sense because if it was homosexuals, a storm would have hit New York years ago. Let me read. It's an amazing that the homosexual agenda seems to consist of entirely controlling the weather. Anyway, if you're going to make fun of reactionary hate mongers, jackasses, like we are right now, their lack of originality is a great talking point to start with. They're blaming Sandy on the gays this time around, but when Katrina was being the hell out of New Orleans, gay people got the blame for that too. Call us crazy, but we may, but maybe forcing people to huddle together to stave off hypothermia from freezing cold flood waters. Isn't the best idea to break up a union? Well, I mean, they, we people always do this. I mean, it's just no, it's it's a fu- it's a funny story. I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people. There's always the fake photos. There's the fake photos of 9/11 that started with 9/11 with the guy on top with the airplane coming at him and whatnot. I mean, it's just any person with Photoshop does that. And then there's always a couple of stories like, "Ooh, how can we take advantage of this and whatnot?" So I mean, it's just this is common. Actually, I remember, I remember the actually the uh, the car dealers doing Sandy Storm sales on over here because I live by a bunch of uh, car dealers where I live, and they were like, "Oh, go to this this car dealer to uh, and twenty percent on Sandy." <laughs> yeah, I mean, people. Well, I mean, if stores are going to run out of food, I mean, they're going to take advantage of it. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's common with they. Dis- I mean, the one thing about these natural disasters with the hurricanes is that we have time to prepare for them. And because they have time to prepare for them, that means there's marketing to be had. So, oh yeah. But, all right. So as we wrap up the show, so we actually got a shout out. I'm so impressed. I was, I was, I was listening to the No Agenda show, and the No Agenda show, which is Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak. We are lucky enough to be on their stream this week in Gay. He was going over the podcast awards, and Adam Curry actually wants to get listed in the LGBT section because he lists himself as bi-curious. So I'm just going to play this little bit here. Oh, let's see. How can I do this without? Oh, great. That's just what we need. It's another person like him joining it, <laughs> which so, is, which so to me is ridiculous. Over, he announced your show, Joey. He actually said your show name, and then he asked, and I'm going to play this. I'm going to have to mute myself, but then he played this, so stand by. Oh, wait, if I, if I, okay, I got to shut up then. So sorry to disappoint you this week. <laughs> so we've been, we've actually been blessed. He actually listens, or I'm hoping he listens to this week in gay. So Adam Curry, uh, thank you so much for letting us on your No Agenda stream. <laughs> so sorry about this week. If Adam Curry wants to be considered a GLBT show, then he better start sucking dick. <laughs> he actually, he talks. Yeah, and, but, but, you know, here's the other thing that, is, that I've said before. Um, Dan Savage was won the award for GLBT once, and I said right away, that's not correct. His show is a sex or mature show, and he even says that 80% of his call-ins and listeners are straight. Just because you're gay does not make it a gay show. Oh, I totally agree. And I, but, Joey, I mean... The, Your content would have to be gay. So when Adam Curry talks about sucking dick ever, then I will say yes, you can be a gay well, show. I think he's, I don't know if he's half-heartedly joking, but he's very gay supportive, which is a good thing. I mean, we have to. I don't give a shit. 
But <laughs> you just don't Jeez. want the competition, Joey. Let's call this show a religion show because it could be about <laughs> atheists or Christians. Week. And therefore, it's a religion or spirituality or lack thereof show. We could definitely call it a religious show this week. <laughs> no, this 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 week was the fur was flying and the uh, on the pews. Yeah, well, well, I mean, it, it, it's I mean, first of all, I don't put much faith in the podcast awards because one, um, you've never been nominated. Never been nominated. Uh, two, anyone can nominate on a daily basis, which I think is bullshit. You should no, you can vote on a daily. Oh, that's what basis. I meant. Vote on a daily basis. And that's bullshit. You should vote once and that's it. And the shows that always wins are the really horrific shows that just are basically trash for your brain. There's but no- while you're on that, let me just say this. I am very honored you to are, say are that lucky. my show was nominated under GLBT, which is great. And I, and I hope everybody goes out and votes for one of your GLBT favorites. But I also have to say that I'm very honored that my show was nominated for the top award. And we are the only GLBT show that is nominated for the top award. And you can think it's shit. I'm honored. And first of all, I'm shocked because there have always been two GL. For the last three years, we were honored to be nominated against another GLBT show. And they didn't get the nomination this year. So out of 5,000 shows nominated, I'm grateful beyond belief that my show was nominated. And I hope anybody who's gay will vote for us for People's Choice because it'd be awesome to have a gay show win the top prize. Yeah, but unlike those other shows, Joey, your show's actually good. <laughs> well, I thank you for that. But I'm just making the point that, you know, I don't like painting anything with one color. Well, I mean, you actually put good work into your show, and your show's actually entertaining and thoughtful and provocative, not just spewing celebrity freakishness crap. But I digress. <laughs> but I mean, but as 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 Joey likes to say, on, on, on when he was trying to uh, canvass for votes, it it the uh, even being nominated gives you a lot of a lot of. Traffic. I agree. It does give you a lot of, th- but it's just it's very frustrating after a year. It's like it. That's. I think mine's a cooking show. Well, first of all, first of all, I think I'll tell you right now. I mean, the podcasts are on the way out because Apple's basically killed them with the podcast app. I mean, that thing's such a piece of shit. I can't believe it came out after. I, I tell everybody to undescri- unsubscribe from it. If you unsubscribe, everything goes back to normal. It's it's still buggy. I mean, they fit, they released something today, which... Uh, oh, I don't use it. I mean, unsubscribe it, use iTunes, go back to normal. Yeah, well, it's you can't, though. If you upgrade to iOS 6, your podcasts don't show up unless you have the app on there. Um, Try it. Uh, try well, deleting the app. Just try it. All right, so... I could be wrong, but I think I'm right. Anthony, yes, you can always join me on the dark side, and we have no problems over here. You mean on the Android? <laughs> join me. Well, Android or Windows. Well, you know what? The way Apple's going, if they don't start shipping up their shop, I may have to go there. But I would like not to because I've put so much investment into the methodology behind them. But if there's any religion I follow, it's the religion of jobs, Joey. I'll say that. <laughs> You're about their jobs, jobs, jobs. Follow Steve Jobs. Everything must be singular and simple. Join, join me. I, I, will say with, I will say with the podcast awards, um, anybody who's listening, please go to podcastawards.com and vote please vote joy. daily. Um, there's people in the Pride 48 family because we are on a Pride 48 station. And I, I let me just throw this out to you. And I am going to make a little plug because I think I think it's important. Um, first of all, for the top award uh, for Pride Free, as I said before, Cocktails and Cream Puffs was nominated for People's Choice. Please vote daily and get your friends to vote and ask other people. You know, it'd be cool if, let me just say, it'd be cool if we can, Pride 48 can win 
a couple categories because that would say a lot for the network. And it would also say, you know what, the gay voice is out there. Let's really give it, give it a try. So ask as many people. So Cocktails and Cream Puffs is under People's Choice. Under Best Produced is Dubious Intent, which is a, one of our shows. And Foul Monkey, I think. Is I, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm coming. I'm coming. I had to clear my throat. Um, and, no, hold on. Then under GLBT, other shows on our network are Feast of Fun is one of them. Don't vote Foul, Foul Monkeys, Gay Sunday Brunch, Ramble Redhead, and Scream Queens, include, and Cocktails and Cream Puffs. You know, GLBT, I'll be honest, I don't think my show is going to win it because it's going to be such a split. But those are shows from our network. We'd love for you to keep your votes in the family. Under General is Greetings from Nowhere, who won it last year, and also Secretly Timid. I know Greetings from Nowhere is pushing for Secretly Timid, but again, those are shows from our network. And um, another gay show I'm going to throw out there that's not on our network but is under the mature category is PNS Explosion. And they are just the most immature people ever, but I would love... Let me guys tell you something. If anybody knows who Big Fatty is, Big Fatty was talking on his show, and Big Fatty said, and I was howling laughing, and when he announced the nomination, he said, I don't know how PNS Explosion convinced him to put them under mature. He goes, they're <laughs> immature ever. And I sent Fatty a direct message, and I said, you do know that mature equals adult content, not old, right? <laughs> and he says, no, I didn't. And I was laughing. I was howling when he said that because he thought it meant old. So I mean, Joey, what could be more mature than having a couple gay guys talk about women's sexuality for an hour? Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it made me howl when, when he thought that mature meant old. <laughs> One question for the for, for, for our listening public. Do you have to vote for every category? No, you can vote for one category or every category, but you can only vote once a day per email. And you enter in your name, you enter in your email address, and then you push send. Most importantly, you will get a confirmation email back that might go to your spam folder. You need to click on that confirmation email in order for your vote to count. And the reason they do that is that way I can't sit here with a, with a pile of 40 email addresses and just enter them in and vote. So they really do try and keep it honest as much as they can. And I have seen them completely throw people out of it when they've found cheating. So Really? Oh, yeah. The last year they threw a contestant out, and the year before they banned a contestant. Really? People try to do automatic voting and stuff like that. So, I mean, it is. it may seem stupid, guys, but, you know, in a just, just year, Joey, gay voice out. Joey, let me just say, go vote for Cocktails and Creep Buffs or one of the good GLBT podcasting shows. That's all I'll say. Well, I appreciate that. I'm just saying get out and help out the Pride 48 family. I agree with you, and, and uh, what comes around goes around. Uh, well, geez, I sure hope so. That's how I have sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking oh of... Oh, my goodness. Oh, my droogies. Oh, my droogettes. God. All right, so uh, without any further ado, let me go around and let everybody talk about the show. So we've heard enough from Joey about his show, but... Uh, I'm good to go. I'm good to go. Brother, tell us about what you do. I do audio booze. I'm doing Napalm promo now, so you may not want to join me for a month because you're going to get one every day. But what are you talking about, brother? On your na- what are you doing for your Napalm promo? Well, I have my musical mysteries or memories that I'm still huh? doing, so that's three days a week. I'm doing a random one. Today it was um, uh, Mike Lawson's uh, public service announcement for the diabetes uh, people. 
Oh, that's great. How, are so, these short ones? Oh, well, it's got to be five, less than five minutes. Great. Awesome. So, but it's going to be every day, so you may not want to follow me right now. But uh, <laughs> Go check for today is out. He actually has a little more room to breathe than some other shit. <laughs> He's not putting up with us assholes. So, um, so yeah, speaking of assholes, um, <laughs> actually, Joey, what are your other shows that you um, – uh, you got the new uh, RuPaul's Drag Race show. What is it? Oh, that show is from the Cocktails and Cream Puffs Network, and that stars Donna Donna Sugars and Medea, and they do a weekly analysis of RuPaul's Drag Race. And lately, they think the show bites. Can you keep me on that show? I'll talk to Medea and Donna and see what I can do. What time is it? What time do they record? Sometimes it's really late, like one in the morning on Mondays, but oh, I can see what I can do. Yeah, I, I would love to comment on that show because I, I love RuPaul's Drag Race. So, Well, you know, the two ladies who are the hosts are very Christian. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I have no problem talking to Christian people as long as they listen to me. <laughs> All right. Okay. Kind of warms. Let's, let's keep it close, boys. All right. So uh, that being said, there's our research department. Mr. Raphael, where did you come from, by the way? Excuse me? Where, uh, tell us about yourself. Well, basically, I'm your research department. Um... I always ask everyone to always like us on our on our Facebook page, and to support us too. Uh, we have our what is it our our stream our streaming uh, cost coming through here, and it'll be nice if you can have guys help us out uh, over at www.thisweekingay.com. Are you know what? Even if you can't, because I think we got the streaming costs covered this year. I always appreciate donate. Just spread the word about the show. I would really like to get more people listening to the show. We've gotten some great feedback. And I love getting feedback, but I would really like to get more people listening to the show. So if you could just take a moment and share this with one of your friends on somewhere on Facebook, that would help us tremendously. So so I appreciate that. So uh, that being said, I'm not sure. I I think next week next week's show is probably going to be the last one for the year. I think we're going to go on holiday hiatus after that. And then we'll pick it up at the beginning of January. So I think we got one more show. So we'll follow up with the election next Sunday. And then basically everybody's going to be doing all the holiday hubbub. So we'll pick it up back in January. So, But I'm Anthony. I'm from Ashanti No Lemon and various other shows, which you can hear my craziness over there if you want to. And just remember, crazy means great in bed. So go check us out at thisweekingay.com and ashantinolemon.com for all of the shows and whatnot. And with that being said, thank you for joining us, folks. We'll see you next time on This Week in Gay. Bye-bye. Hasta luego, gente. Good night. Bye.